The Cigar Dave Show podcast is presented by Diamond Crown. Sit back, relax, pour a drink, and light up a Diamond Crown as you begin the show with the general, Cigar Dave. This is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the Cigar City of Tampa, Florida, USA. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. I want it to be known that I shall act as my own publicist for the next two hours here on the Cigar Dave Show. And if I'm asked about it on the Today Show, I will readily and happily admit that, yes, I publicize all things in my AOR, my area of responsibility, and that includes... Alpha Male Good Life Maneuvers. It includes cigars, spirits, grills, dames, harem maneuvers. What it does not include is welcoming the enemies of pleasure. Last week we spent an inordinate amount of time dealing with the enemies of pleasure, the FDA, correction, the FUDA, after they're going after our beloved cigars. But today we will keep it on the positive side. A lot of great items that we shall get to today. We welcome you for the next two hours, lieutenants. We never apologize for being alpha males. We never apologize for enjoying the good life. Long-ash greetings and salutations. A long-ash snappy salute. Semper delictatio. Always pleasure. Long live the alpha. As America's alpha male comes to you front and center from Command Center Alpha and Humidor 1A here in the Cigar City, and we welcome you. In the second hour of the show, we'll spend the entire hour with Dylan Austin, the Vice President of Marketing for Camacho Cigars. They have been on a roll. We, we were the first to tell you about the brand new Camacho Power Band, and I have enjoyed that cigar, the first in the nation in the world to receive a box of those cigars. And I just saw a press release that came out talking about Davidoff's earnings, Camacho, up 30-plus percent last year. And certainly that's a tribute to Dylan and his great crew at Camacho. So we will spend uh, time in the second hour talking with him. I always like to begin this show on a positive note. Now, last week, I couldn't. We had to discuss the FUDA's decision to regulate cigars. There will be a war. There will be litigation. There will be court cases. This will go on and on. It is not over. But I've always had a rule in the now it's soon to be 21 years that I have hosted this show that I want to begin the show on a positive note. And I can think of nothing more positive, nothing more exciting than to talk about America's oldest veteran, Richard Overton of Austin, Texas. We've talked about Richard before. On Wednesday, he celebrated his 110th birthday. He fought in the uh, aviation battalion, for the aviation battalion in World War II, served as a corporal in Hawaii, Guam, and Iwo Jima, born May 11th. 
1906. So he is the oldest living World War II veteran. Now, we've spoken about him many times because he has some big keys to a long life, to longevity. And I should also say that not only is Richard Overton one of us, but back when he served in the military in World War II, he was a skilled sharpshooter. He still says he's still got the shot, which is great. He's outlived two wives. He has been the recipient of numerous presidential honors. We have talked about him many times. So what are the secrets to Richard Overton's longevity, living now, celebrating 110 years on this planet? He has three things. Here is the first. That would make your muscle get warm. Little whiskey keeps the muscles warm, keeps them nice and loose. That's why Mick the Brit is going to live to 478 years of age because his muscles are very loose with all the with all the whiskey and libations that he Im, uh, enjoys on a regular basis. So whiskey is number one in Richard Overton's items of living a good long life. What is number two? I smoke 12, maybe 13, maybe more than that. 12, 13 cigars a day. Oh, my Lord, the FUDA. Every one of the bureaucrats has just keeled over. They've suffered massive coronaries. They cannot believe... There's no way, they cannot, there's no possible way, they say to themselves, that this man, Richard Overton, 110 years of age, smokes that many cigars. Now, I certainly don't advocate smoking that many cigars a day. Everything in moderation. But God bless him, it's worked for him. 110 years of age, smokes 12 cigars a day, and people sending him cigars from all over the country. So now we know that the first two of the three items, brown whiskey or brown spirits, Cigars, what's the third of the trifecta to living a long life, according to Richard Overton? I have my milk every day. Every day I got to drink my milk. Ice cream? Ice cream. I eat ice cream every night. Ice cream every night. So now we have offended the FUDA. We have offended the enemies of pleasure. We have offended PETA because we all know you're, you, you, you have to milk a cow. I mean, you got to actually get in there and milk that cow to get that milk. And we know that PETA's everything against anything that has to do with, with tasty animals, including milk. So the three secrets to Richard Overton's long life, 110 years of age, oldest living World War II veteran, whiskey, cigars, and milk slash ice cream. We should learn from Richard Overton. And the enemies of pleasure should learn from Richard Overton because here's a man that is happy, that enjoyed his life. He's really, we have to salute him as we get, uh, as we just talking about him, 110 years, World War II, serving uh, in numerous, Hawaii, Guam, Iwo Jima as a sharpshooter. He's outlived, as I said, two wives. He's got a younger girlfriend. She's 90. So maybe the fourth thing is he's getting a little uh, horizontal mambo pleasure maneuver going on, too. So congratulations to America's oldest veteran, Richard Overton, whiskey, cigars, and ice cream, the three keys to a long life. Now, another person who enjoys cigars, I didn't realize, the Boston Red Sox, David Ortiz, better known as Big Poppy. He is retiring at the end of this season. He is 40 years of age. He has a long way to catch up to Richard Overton. However, 
Big Poppy, one of the three items that Richard Overton highly recommends, cigars. And there was a ceremony a few weeks ago at U.S. Cellular Field in Chicago where the White Sox play, and all the teams are giving Ortiz a nice farewell tour, and they give him a gift. So what is, what did the Chicago White Sox give? Big Poppy, David Ortiz. They presented him a very nice gift right before the game, and of course this is the farewell tour for Big Poppy, so each city he's playing in for the last time, he gets out there and they give him a terrific gift. This time Chris Sale brought out a humidor filled with very expensive cigars. The humidor actually made by former White Sox outfielder Ron Kittle as well. Lots of nice cigars in there. It is a smoke-free zone, however, here. Yes, so he can't try them right at this moment. Don't you love they always have to get that? Oh, it's a smoke-free zone. Can't enjoy them right now. They always have to get that little shot in there. Always have to get that in there. Well, David Ortiz, if he were on the air with me right now, he would say, baseball been very, very good to Big Papi. Cigars been very, very good to Big Papi. So congratulations to Big Papi. And a and little side note, the owner of the Chicago White Sox, Jerry Reinsdorf, a huge, huge cigar connoisseur, You'll see him with cigars everywhere. And by the way, he's not one of those closet cigar connoisseurs. He has a humidor in his office. He always uh, seen with a cigar. Doesn't apologize. He's one of us. He's an alpha male. And that is a good thing. Lieutenants, very quickly here, a couple of uh, different items. Next week, we have a big announcement. Two items regarding the Western New York Theater of Operations, my hometown of Buffalo, New York. Two big announcements. First of all, next week, we will tell you about the... 2016 Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest event in the Western New York Theater of Operations. A big, 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 as in baseball being very, very big to me announcement. We will tell you about that. For now, I want you to mark down the date, Saturday, August 13th, 2016. But I'm not going to tell you the venue yet. That's going to be part of the surprise. And if you attended the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest last summer in Buffalo, you will automatically get an advanced VIP email giving you first crack at purchasing tickets. You will probably have that uh, by Tuesday or Wednesday at the latest. But we are going to give you four days or so of advanced opportunity to purchase your tickets because it always goes sells out. Very, very, we keep it a nice, limited, tight crowd. But we are very excited once again to be coming back to Buffalo. And I will be coming to Buffalo even before the August Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest, because thanks to the uh, invitation of uh, the Western New York Republican Party, Chairman Nick Langworthy invited me to attend their fourth annual Grand Old Puffer. I love that. What a great take on GOP. Grand Old Puffer. And I will be the special guest Thursday, June 2nd, 5.30 to 7.30 p.m. at the Bison City Rod and Gun Club on Ohio Street, downtown Buffalo, Three cigars, you get libations, chicken and rib barbecue dinner, you get to enjoy some great camaraderie and conversation with me, and the best part, there will be no enemies of pleasure. And Erie County Executive Mark Polencars, or should I say Mark Bloomberg Polencars, who is against cigars, against plastic bags, typical, typical government is best, big government is even better lib, he won't be there. He won't be there. Now, I guess he could buy a ticket. 
And if he did, you can be damn sure I'd have a field day going after him. But uh, go to CigarDave.com. All the information is there with a number as well as uh, a link where you can purchase your tickets. Again, that is the Western New York Republic, actually the Erie County, correction, the Erie County Republican Party, their fourth annual GOP, their grand old puffer, Thursday, June 2nd, 530 to 730 at the Bison City Rod and Gun Club right on the Buffalo River in downtown Buffalo. Look forward to seeing everyone up there. Lieutenants, when we come back, we will conduct the national litation and libation ceremony. And we will have, I'll enjoy the libation, but because I've got a little upper respiratory infection, Sergeant Steve will be filling in on the litation part. We will continue right around the corner. The May selection for the Cigar Dave Officers Club is Camacho Cigars Corojo. The Corojo seed was originally cultivated in Cuba, but smuggled out to Honduras, where Camacho has grown it for 40 years. The Camacho Corojo has the true character and authenticity of the most cherished tobacco leaf. It's easy to join the Officers Club to have these cigars shipped directly to you. Just log on to CigarDave.com. As a cigar connoisseur, one of the pleasures that we derive is walking into our retailer's humidor and seeing the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. Nine years ago, I had the idea that I wanted to share great cigars with the cigar lieutenants. So, the Officers Club was born. Every month, you will receive three fantastic premium cigars direct to your door, shipped in a very dapper Officers Club customized Ziploc cigar pouch. $22.95 per month gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. No long-term contracts. You can cancel whenever you want. You enjoy great cigars right to your door. Names like Perdomo, Diamond Crown, Brickhouse, San Latano, Rocky Patel, Torano, CAO, Avo, Camacho, Greycliff, and many more. Join the Officers Club today. Go to CigarDave.com, click on Officers Club, and for $22.95, you'll get the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. In 1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. In this difficult and challenging time when the government is trying to outlaw premium cigars and take away the art form of enjoying a beautiful cigar, we decided to introduce our brand called Prohibition. This cigar is going to be the bootlegger's dream. A gorgeous cigar made in Esteli, Nicaragua, triple cap, using a broadleaf wrapper and a Mexican wrapper from the San Andreas Valley. 
It's got Nicaraguan tobaccos from the Nicaraguan valleys of Esteli and Jalapa. It's rich, it's complex, it's got some spice, some white pepper, and a ton of sweetness. Full of flavor, this cigar is one that you're going to want to enjoy and you're going to bootleg. And that's why it's called Prohibition. Enjoy it, I promise you're going to love it. Unlimited and secure supply of pleasure sticks available for the general to enjoy. It's time for National Cigar Lightation Maneuvers. Well, as I mentioned, I picked up a slight upper respiratory infection earlier this week. I got the sore throat, the inflammation, a little bit of a cough, although I have to tell you the cough suppressant that the that was prescribed to me works absolutely delightful. I feel fantastic. None of that over-the-counter nonsense. It doesn't work. You got to use the high-potent, high-octane cough medicine. So, to the FUDA, here's a perfect example of why cigars are not addictive life cigarettes. I picked this up midweek. I will not have a cigar probably until next Saturday. In fact, I won't have a cigar until I know that I'm not coughing, that the congestion is gone, the upper respiratory infection has has left the building, as they say. So to the FUDA that thinks that all cigars are addicting, even premium cigars, you know nothing about the subject. Case in point, those of us that do get an upper respiratory infection, get the flu, get a cold, whatever the case may be, we don't need to to, uh, light a cigar. We don't need the nicotine. That's not why we smoke cigars. So I will pass on that. I will conduct, however, libation maneuvers. But joining us for litation maneuvers is Sergeant Steve, the executive producer and director of program development and content for the Cigar Dave Show. Sergeant Steve, this is a very big moment in your career. Huge. 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 I'm not sure if that's Bernie Sanders or Donald Trump, but huge. Or actually, the guy that does the commercials, uh, uh, Facillo Chevrolet. Kia. Kia. Here here in the Cigar City. Yeah. And those of you in Buffalo, you know exactly who I'm talking about. It's huge. All right. So this is a big moment. Now, Steve, you asked me to select a mild-flavored cigar for you, something not overpowering. One of the classics launched, geez, got to be now about a dozen years ago from Altadas, USA, is the Romeo y Julieta Reserva Real. And I remember when this cigar was introduced, they wanted a mild cigar, but with flavor. Nice price point, so they created a magnificent blend for the Romeo y Julieta Reserva Real. Ecuadorian Connecticut shade wrapper, Nicaraguan binder, combination of Nicaraguan and Dominican filler. You will enjoy this cigar, Sergeant Steve. Not overpowering, very, very pleasant. And we have selected a Petit Robusto for you. Four and a quarter inches in length with a 54 ring gauge. Great cigar if you've only got 30 minutes, 40 minutes. You're walking the dog. You want to take a little walk. You want to just get out of the office and clear your head but enjoy a nice cigar. The Petit Robusto, a beautiful size. And the prices on these cigars, 
relative to the value, you absolutely cannot go wrong. As an example, the cigar that we have selected is eh, probably in the seven and a half, eight dollar category. Maybe a little bit less, depending on where you go. But comes in about eight different sizes. My favorite, of course, is the Toro six by fifty-four. And uh, you're looking at about 7 bucks for that cigar. So anywhere between really in the 6 to $8 sweet spot is where the Romeo and Giulietta Reserve Real will go. Steve, Sergeant Steve, how does the cigar look in your hand? Oh, it's got a uh, silky wrapper. Looks beautiful. I can't wait to uh, cut and light this cigar. Outstanding. All right. So what we will do is continue on with litation again. Very big moment, Sergeant Steve. Try, when you get ready to cut the cigar... Do not take anything else off except the head of the cigar. Not your finger, not any other body parts. This is very big. I know you're probably very nervous at this time, but you are in good hands. hands So let's continue. My hands are shaking. I'm sure they are. (laughs) Let's continue. Cigar altering and highly sharpened leaf exposing device. Well, we have given Sergeant Steve a self-sharpening double-edged stainless steel guillotine. As I mentioned, Sergeant Steve, do not put your finger or any other appendage into that only thing a cigar and it will work magnificently can i put the enemies of pleasure in there you may actually we are going to get a much larger guillotine for that that will fit a head that's uh probably about 12 to 18 inches wide and there are loads of heads that we could put in that guillotine all we have to do is go to the fda in suburban washington dc and we'll line them all up you know i'm all for the the guillotine cut on all of them Maximum BTU flame-throwing and heat-producing apparatus. Sergeant Steve, I sent you to the Cigar Dave Research and Development Laboratory yesterday, and we selected a very large litation device for you. This is a prototype. It is part of the Lock and Load series, but uh, it is disguised, actually, to do the job with a big tank, but very, very slim and elegant. That's what we will use. So, Steve, go ahead. Fire it up. Cigar pre-litation checklist complete. No faults detected. Area clear of all enemies of pleasure. Approval to go throttle up in three, two, one. All right. Cut it there, Sergeant Steve. Very nice cut. Toast the foot of that cigar. Looks looking good. Looking good behind the glass there, Sergeant Steve. Now, I'd like you to take a few puffs. Take a few puffs. Tell me what you think. Oh, a lot of sweetness there. A lot of sweetness, a little bit of a woodsy flavor as well. It's very nice, very smooth, very nice. A little creaminess as well? Very creamy, yes. The Romeo and Julieta Reserve Real, you can't go wrong, we'll continue. The General is always on Twitter, delivering breaking news, giving you the latest intel on cigars, and battling the enemies of pleasure. Chat with the General now at Cigar Dave Show. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm -hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. 
brown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit DiamondCrown.com. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show. If you'd like to join the alpha male conversational maneuvers, call me during the live show, Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-DAVE-007. That's Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-328-3007. thirst-quenching libationary maneuvers. Well, we conducted the National Cigar Litation Ceremony. Have to finish with the libation ceremony. Now, as I mentioned, slight upper respiratory infection. That's why my voice sounds just a little bit raspier, a little bit different today. So I need something that's soothing. So I went to the supermarket a few days ago, and I looked for tea. There's 9,000 different possibilities and and selections of tea. So I found this Bigelow green tea with mint, and it says our signature green blend gently kissed with mint. I was piqued. I was interested. I was fascinated. So what I did this morning is, as I came into Command Center Alpha, I took this big bottle, 32-ounce bottle. I put three tea bags in there. And then I just uh, put some, uh, filled it with hot water about three quarters of the way. Then I put ice cubes in there to bring it down to room temperature. I didn't want iced tea. I don't want anything cold, but I don't want anything hot back there either. I like it almost at a room temperature. And I have to tell you, this green tea, first of all, it's good for you. Antioxidant, all that other nonsense. Very, very pleasant. And it does have that gentle little aromatic and taste of mint. So let me take a sip here. Mm. Ah, I can feel the throat being gently soothed as the signature green blend of Bigelow is kissing my throat and my vocal cords. One more time here. Mm -hmm. Ah, very nice. You know, you don't have to have an alcoholic libation with a cigar. Probably the most popular Libation, I would say, is coffee. Then probably next to it is maybe a whiskey, a cognac, beer. But tea, it's all personal preference, whatever you enjoy. And I should also say, I'm putting no sweetener in here. I'm trying to get away from the artificial sweeteners. Not that I'm one of those enemy of pleasure nutcases. Just wanted to try to get away from it. And the natural flavor of this tea is such that I really don't need it. It does have a nice natural amount of sweetness. So that's what I will enjoy today. Now, before I get to the next item, lieutenants, First, 
Have to wish Cigar Sister Lynn a happy birthday. Upcoming Wednesday, May 18th, Cigar Sister Lynn celebrating her birthday, so a happy birthday to Lynn. Also, it is Chandelier, the Vice President of Marketing at J.C. Newman Cigar. It is her birthday, and ironically, Shanda and my sister, Cigar Sister Lynn, born on the same day, exact same year. So very ironic. So happy 21st birthday to both of them, by the way. At least that's what they will admit to. As I mentioned, big announcement next week regarding the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest in the Western New York Theater of Operations. That'll occur Saturday, August 13th. That's the date. But we've got a big announcement on location and a couple of other exciting announcements relative to the Alpha Pleasure Fest. If you attended last year, you will get an email with a private link where you can purchase your tickets. You get first dibs, first crack, first opportunity to purchase tickets. It sold out last year. Limited space again. I'm sure it'll sell out again. So if you are considering, I know many people say, General, next year I'm going to do it. Be ready, because when it opens up, the tickets go very quickly. Now, also, I will be in Buffalo Thursday, June 2nd, at the uh, invitation of the Erie County, New York Republican Party for their fourth annual Grand Old Puffer. Love the name, GOP, Grand Old Puffer. It is an evening with cigars, with great delicacies, libations, at the Bison City Rod and Gun Club. All the details at CigarDave.com with a phone number and a link to buy your tickets. So look forward to seeing uh, my fellow Western New Yorkers up in Buffalo Saturday, June 3rd. Correction, Thursday, June 2nd. And again, the Alpha Pleasure Fest, Saturday, August 13th. The announcement coming next week. Lieutenants, since September 11th, 2011, shortly thereafter when the TSA was formed and the group, the, the, the government took over screening of all passengers boarding commercial flights. I have been a harsh critic. I've been a harsh critic. I've called the TSA the Transportation Screw-Up Administration. Actually, there's another name that I use for the S, but to keep it G-rated and to keep it within the confines of the FCC, we cannot use the term that I normally use, but TSA, I say Transportation Screw-Up Administration, substitute the S for something else. You know exactly what I'm calling it. And at the time, 15, hard to believe that the anniversary, 15th anniversary of 9-11 is coming upon us this September. Hard to believe. Just amazing. But for the past 15 years, the Transportation Screw-Up Administration has been overseeing security at airports prior to boarding flights, screening passengers, screening bags, both carry-on baggage as well as checked luggage. Now, they've had 15 years to get their act together. 15 years. 15 years to use common sense. 15 years to know exactly when the peak travel times are to hone and polish their act. Well, it appears the Transportation Screw-Up Administration is living up to their well-deserved name because starting about six weeks ago or so, the lines have started to increase dramatically at airports throughout the country. In fact, the Port Authority of New York, which oversees Newark Liberty Airport, JFK, LaGuardia in the New York City area, they called out the TSA. They are now saying the Port Authority is threatening to hire a private firm to replace the Transportation Screw-Up Administration, which Congress put into law saying that after a certain period, you then can privatize. And you watch. 
they will start privatizing. New Yorkers wait times as much as 60 minutes, one hour this spring. There was a, a viral YouTube video that made the rounds yesterday and the day before from Chicago Midway Airport where a gentleman ready to catch a flight went from the start at the very uh, end of the line. When I say end of the line, it's where the, the security uh, checks point is, going all the way back to where people had to start to get in queue. It took him two minutes to go from the checkpoint all the way back to the beginning of the line. And, and you're seeing videos and pictures of lines snaking through airports. Chicago Midway, an hour, an hour and a half uh, to clear uh, security. In Atlanta, in excess of an hour. Wait times that the TSA, when they were formed, said we need to get to no more than 10 minutes. And for a while they were. I'm a, I'm a, a, a TSA pre-check, which I get as part of being a global entry. You pay 100 bucks. You go through a background check. It allows you to go, when you come back internationally, you can hit the kiosk. Uh, you put your, your thumbprint or your picture. You answer some questions. You take it up. They know who you are. They've researched your, your background, your life background. You have a record. But if you qualify for global entry, you automatically get TSA pre. So I breeze through. Love it. There was a time, however, where the TSA, in their infinite wisdom, started to randomly select people to go from the general lines to the TSA pre-lines to try to accelerate things, which defeats the purpose of TSA pre-check, which is to know who the passenger is. Do they have a record? Are they stable? Do they, are there any issues that may flag the TSA prior to getting on an airplane? Well, I'm pleased to say that I passed with resounding colors, even though I criticized the Transportation Screw-Up Administration mercilessly. So the airlines are fed up. The traveling public now is getting fed up. The TSA has been an absolute unmitigated disaster. I don't care who the Homeland Security... Every Homeland Security Secretary we've had, including Tom Ridge, has been a freaking idiot. They don't use any common sense. They're typical bureaucrats. And the current... Secretary of the Homeland Security Administration is Jay Johnson. He spells his name J-E-H. Who the hell's got a name J when you spell it J-E-H? That should be J. Every J I know is J-A-Y. So right there, that's the beginning of the problem. The guy's got a weird J. It should be J Johnson, like Jeb Bush, but with an H. J. Low energy J Johnson. Anyway, J Johnson holds a press conference at Washington National Airport yesterday, or the day before. Classic. And he says, flyers need to be patient. They need to be patient. No, Jay, they don't. We've been patient for 15 years with your screwed-up agency. We have been the ones that have been saying, passengers saying, get your act together. Isn't it amazing that every other business, private uh, a business that that is the private sector, if if this was, if this kind of customer service and these wait times were done by a private company, they would be out of business. Nobody would go to work. Can you imagine going to a restaurant where they said it's an hour and a half wait until you can place your order? You'd say, "Adios, mofos." Not the TSA, because pardon the pun, we're held hostage. But when you see these lines through corridors and escalators and food courts and terminal lobbies, it's just absolutely unacceptable. Why is it that the lines are exploding? And by the way, we're not even in the summer travel season yet. 
We're still technically in a shoulder season, meaning it's slightly off-peak. Why are the lines excessive? An hour, an hour and a half? Well, the TSA has fewer screeners. The airlines have been warning passengers. They've been going after the TSA, saying they've got to do something. The airlines are expecting a record number of flyers this summer. And in the past three years, the TSA has cut the number of frontline screeners by 10%, almost 46, well, actually over 4,000, just let's call it 4,600 less screeners today. So let me get this straight. Every year, air travel has been increasing, more passengers, and the TSA in their infinite wisdom cuts the number of screeners. And the other problem is, is that instead of doing split shifts, saying, look, we know the peak time is from 5 a.m. in the morning until 9 a.m., and again from 4 in the afternoon till 6.30 p.m. Instead of doing split shifts or bringing in part-timers, no. They bring in full-timers because, remember, they were allowed to unionize, which should have never, ever happened. So Congress this week agreed to shift $34 million to the Transportation Screw-Up Administration, allowing the TSA to pay overtime to its existing staff and hire an additional 800 screeners by mid-June to bring it up to the congressionally mandated ceiling of 42,525. However, estimates are they need another 6,000 additional screeners. And Representative John Micah, a Florida Republican, sits on the House Transportation Committee, says exactly what I just stated. The TSA should tailor screener schedules to fit the traffic patterns when the peak times are at the airport. Why do an, an, a, a 7 to 3 schedule when from 9 or 10 a.m. to 3 p.m., they're going to be sitting around twaddling their thumbs. Makes no sense. So Jay Johnson, actually Jad Johnson, J-E-E-H, a typical, now this guy is an attorney by profession. He's been a longtime government bureaucrat. He's a flunky. He couldn't make it in the private sector for two seconds. But Obama promotes him, thinks he's doing a great job as the uh, Secretary of Homeland Security. He's a putz. Take a listen to what he had to say. He's got a plan. I love it when they always say, we got a plan. Okay, Jay, or should I say Jeh, J-E-H Johnson, tell us your plan, Jeh. To address increased wait times and to continue to provide aviation security, we have developed a 10-point plan that will keep passengers moving and, most importantly, keep passengers safe. A 10-point plan. Great. So 15 years into the TSA's life, now they're coming up with a 10-point plan. A 10-point plan is bureaucratic lingo, for we have no idea what the hell we're doing. No idea. But one of the points in his plan, take a listen. Last but not least, we're working with Congress to provide TSA with the additional resources they need to do the job. Additional resources, meaning more money. Does the TSA not have enough money? I'll answer that question as we get set for a short timeout. And when I come back, we'll tell you about the TSA and additional resources and additional money. They got loads of cash. You and I are paying for the right to go through TSA security at a big, 
big rate. We'll talk about that. I remind you, next hour, we'll spend the entire hour with Dylan Austin, Vice President of Marketing at Davidoff North America. He oversees the Camacho and Avo brands. We'll talk about Camacho, the new power band. I was the first in the country to receive a box and smoke the cigar. It is a fantastic stick. Camacho growing like crazy. We'll spend the entire hour with Dylan. But first, when we come back, I'll really tell you what the mainstream media always fails to report about the Transportation Screw-Up Administration. Download the Cigar Dave mobile app for Android, Kindle, and iOS so you can listen to the general anytime, anywhere. The Cigar Dave mobile app is presented by Diamond Crown. Search Cigar Dave in the App Store today. The journey of Jarguera began with a very special yet delicate Cuban seed. The Grupo de Maestros took their rare tobacco to the privileged farmlands of western Honduras, where they began a five-year program to combine its sweet flavors and distinctively aromatic qualities with the robustness of Criollo 98. The result was Jarguera, a genetic hybrid tobacco containing the best qualities of each. Grown on a single state containing rich soil and ideal weather conditions, Jarguera features flavors of coffee and chocolate with hints of nutmeg and cinnamon. Shade and sun-grown versions of this exceptional tobacco are now used exclusively in one cigar. Jarguera H. Upman. Experience Jarguera H. Upman. Now at your local tobacconist and visit jarguera.com to learn more. Surgeon General Warning. Cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. America is under attack. Basic freedoms, privileges, and acts that we would normally take for granted are disappearing each day, including the simple ability to enjoy a cigar. This is Glenn Loop, Executive Director of Cigar Rights of America, CRA. At a time when elected officials should be thinking about education, public safety, and creating jobs, they are actually thinking about smoking bans, new taxes, and regulations of historic proportions on premium cigars. The cigars that provide us with pleasure, relaxation, and fellowship are under attack. We have to stop it. That's why Cigar Rights of America was created, to work for a new political day for cigar enthusiasts across America, to roll back restrictive laws and defeat onerous taxes and regulations that impact everyone from your local cigar shop to your personal humidor. For the price of a few great cigars, be a part of this effort to protect your right to enjoy a cigar without excessive taxation and cumbersome legislation. Go to CigarRights.org. Let's tell the government we've had enough. Join now, CigarRights.org. Enjoy the latest and greatest cigars shipped directly to you. Join the Cigar Dave Officers Club now, and you'll receive three premium cigars every month. Membership is just $22.95, including shipping and handling. Join by going to CigarDave.com now. That's CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club. Greetings, Alphas. This is Dylan Austin, Vice President of Marketing for Davidoff USA. Today we're talking our latest and greatest release under the Camacho Master Build Series, the new Camacho Power Band, next hour on The Cigar Dave Show. Well, I talked about the TSA, and one of the 
points in Jay Johnson, the Secretary of Homeland Security's new 10-point plan <clears throat> to alleviate the wait times at airports is for Congress to provide additional resources. Translated, Congress needs to provide the TSA more money. Well, here's something that you may not know, that the mainstream media, the lamestream, they never report. You pay every time you get on an airplane. You pay a fee for the privilege of going through the Transportation Screw-Up Administration checkpoint. It's not like you're walking in there free and the, the Congress has to find money from other sources. And here's another little note. It used to be two fifty per segment with a cap of $5 one way a trip or $10 round trip. So if you went from, let's say hypothetically, from New York to L.A. and you stopped in Atlanta, two segments, you used to pay 5 bucks one way. Well, in July of 2014, the TSA and Congress increased the fee that you as a traveler shell out to go through TSA. They upped it 124% from 250 to 560 per leg or 1120 basically a round trip, a minimum. So they increased at 124%. So if you take a round trip and there's a stop each way, it's 22 bucks. So we're paying basically 11 bucks, 560 or 11 uh, 1120 depending on whether you go on a nonstop or there is a stop. Even though you don't go through security again a second time. Usually when you go through one of the hubs. Well, this is an absolute classic. We're paying now 124% more. Congress, according to their own budget estimates, they're increasing the amount that they're taking in because of that fee that was enacted two years ago. They're, in, they're getting a $17 billion increase over a 10-year period. So over the next 10 years, the TSA estimating taking in $37 billion. $17 billion more than when the fee two years ago was 2 dollars per segment. So where is that cash going? Now, you'd say, wait a minute. You have doubled the amount. How would you like to be, a, and many of you are business owners, how would you like to basically raise your rates 124%? If you're an attorney, if you're a doctor, if you, uh, I don't care what you sell, sell cars, sell anything, how would you like to be able to basically say, hey, we're more than doubling our rate right now, and you got no choice, you got to pay it. You'd look and say, man, talk about a windfall. we got loads of money. Well, here's one little caveat about this increase. All that money, as far as I'm concerned, should go towards screening to be more efficient, less bureaucracy. Let's get the screeners out there. There should be no more than a two-minute wait every at every line. Well, of the $37 billion that the TSA is bringing in because of TSA screening fees that you and I as a passenger pay, $17 billion more from what it was two years ago over 10 years, the U.S. Treasury will take $12 billion of that to help pay down the federal deficit. Now, wait a minute. This is a security fee. You pay it to go through security, to have an efficient system. And what does Congress, what does the TSA, what do they do? Instead of putting that money into frontline screeners, they take $12 billion of that for a deficit that will never get repaid with these clowns running uh, uh, both houses of the, or both the Senate and the House of Representatives. And now you as a passenger get screwed because now instead of having an efficient system, 
where you go through screening in a matter of minutes. Now you're waiting an hour, an hour and a half, two hours. Why? Because the TSA screws everything up. They're a government bureaucratic agency that is inefficient. Congress has screwed it up. Congress is basically increasing fees and directing money. That basically is called fraud. It is fraud. It is theft. And by the way, when Bernie Madoff did that, they put him in the clink. They ought to put every damn member of the House and Senate in the clink. And if a private entity was overseeing this, you gave them and said, hey, you're getting all this money, it would run like clockwork. But instead, the Transportation Screw Up Administration, an absolute disaster. Jay Johnson, the Secretary of Homeland Security, an absolute pathetic bureaucrat that is an incompetent nincompoop. I mean, who spells their name J-J-E-H? That's all you need to know. Never fails, lieutenants. Our government, they're right on everything. I don't care if it's city government, state government, federal government. They're all a bunch of screw-ups, and we're all sick of it. Enough. Get off our backs. Lieutenants, hour number two of the Cigar Dave shows around the corner. We'll be joined by Dylan Austin for the entire hour, director of marketing of Davidoff Overseas, the Camacho and the Alvo Cigars. Had a chance to talk to him a few weeks ago. I know you'll enjoy it. Keep your cigar nice and lit. Grab yourself a cocktail. Enjoy the good life. The Cigar Dave Show podcast is presented by Diamond Crown. Sit back, relax, pour a drink, and light up a Diamond Crown as you begin the show with the general, Cigar Dave. This This is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the Cigar City of Tampa, Florida, USA. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. The General Front and Center, we have moved from Command Center Alpha Humidor 1A over to the Davidoff of Geneva since 1911 Lounge here in the Cigar City. Joining me, the Vice President of Marketing for Camacho and Avo Cigars, Dylan Austin. Dylan, we're outside. We're enjoying the brand new Camacho Power Band. Life is good. Absolutely, General. Nice to see you. Uh, I'll tell you. About two weeks ago, I hinted on the show as well as on Twitter that there is a new high-octane cigar coming from Camacho, but you swore me to secrecy. You said you can talk about the strength, but you can't talk about the name. You can't, the pictures you took, you can't release. And uh, just about a week, 10 days or so ago, you made the official announcement and the Camacho Power Band officially launched full throttle flavor. I'm looking at the box here, beautiful black and silver box, uh, blast of endorphins, the force of acceleration, high octane intensity, rush of adrenaline from spark to exhaust, push the limits, legendary powerhouses. There is no doubt about it. This is indeed a high octane cigar. 
It is absolutely, Dave. And uh, the great thing is, is you got the first box in the entire country. So, uh, as I should. Yeah. Congrats <laughs> on that. And uh, and you know, thanks for uh, thanks for joining me at uh, at the Davidoff Lounge in, t in Tampa. Beautiful place, huh? This is fantastic, and you know we're fortunate, Dylan, because we live in the cigar state, not the sunshine state, the cigar state, where we can enjoy cigars not only year-round, but in bars that serve less than 10% uh, uh, food, we are allowed to enjoy cigars, and we get spoiled here, and many people in the country don't get the same luxuries that we get. No, absolutely, and it's, uh, you know, this store is, is obviously unique to, to all of the other ones that we, uh, that we have in the country. Um, you know, in, in a couple of different ways. One, it's, it's obviously a partnership with uh, Jeff Borschwitz over at Corona, um, you know, who, who happens to be in. I think it's uh, undisputed at this point, uh, you know, probably not only one of the, the best uh, cigar store operators, but also one of the best uh, bar operators in the country as well. I mean, the selection of, of high-end spirits at, at this location is, is absolutely outstanding and pairs well with a, with a power band the, that we're smoking today. And a fellow alpha male as well, like the rest of us. Yeah, absolutely. So Now, Camacho Power Band, part of the Master Built series. When I looked at this, it just absolutely jumped out when, when you showed it to me in your office. And you said, take some of these samples. I'm telling you right now, these are high octane. Not only does it have three types of lajero, which is the strongest part of the cigar tobacco leaf, but you said the way that we are manufacturing this cigar is very unique. It's proprietary. And it gives more flavor, more of the strength at the first few inches and the last few inches of the cigar. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, uh, similar to what we did with uh, with our first Master Built series with, uh, with American Barrel Age, um, is this particular Master Built series takes inspiration from different categories, right? Um, you know, so obviously with, with the first release, there was a lot of inspiration with, uh, with the world of, of bourbon. Um, you know, the, the Corojo tobacco was then uh, aged in, in bourbon barrels for five months. Uh, and with Power Band, it's, it's no different. So, you know, with this one, we took uh, inspiration from a, another kind of core, core uh, area of, of our Camacho Live La world, which is the, uh, the world of motorcycles. Um, and so the inspiration that, uh, you know, that, that, that we were able to transmit to our master builders down in the Dominican Republic uh, was to build a cigar that essentially would, would simulate the classic V-twin engine, right? So the power, performance, and acceleration of a classic V-twin engine. Uh, they did so by bringing to life this proprietary... Uh, I think that's a, v, a V-12 engine coming yeah, right now, as we see. Sounds like a V-18, but... <laughs> um, give it a second. We, uh, you know, they, they took our inspiration and then, and then went to work. Um, you know, and, and what makes really the, the V-twin engine unique is this push and pull of, of two pistons. Um, and that was transferred into the blend in the form of, of two different Le uh, Corojo Lajeros, one from Esteli, Nicaragua, and the other from, uh, from our fields in Honduras. Um, the other interesting component to, to the construct of this cigar um, is the performance aspect of it. So we use this proprietary process um, that is essentially a fusion of, of old world and new world bunching styles. And you're absolutely right. What it does is it changes the experience completely. Um, the cigar starts very intense, then kind of cools down, which is when the, the performance peaks and you get this great smoke, smoke output. Uh, the, the smoke itself cools. And then as you get through the, uh, the second third of the cigar, the cigar actually accelerates, uh, you know, similar to a, to a motorcycle. When I smoked this cigar, the Camacho Power Band, for the first time, uh, I remember thinking, this is high octane right from the beginning. And then, as you said, it just tamed right down. Still a lot of flavor, yep. but even with the high octane, it was not harsh. It was not bitter. There was no 
aftertaste or after bite on the back of the throat. So clearly, all the Lajeros, while they're strong, properly aged and fermented. Yeah, absolutely. It's 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 that factor, and it's also the factor of, you know, with 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 stronger tobacco normally, when you blend for strength, you lose flavor. So that was another part of the challenge: is to blend something that was. Uh, you know, of, of uh, a higher level of intensity, but as well, you know, without sacrificing any of the flavor that, that uh, would normally happen if you were shooting for something to be very strong. Dylan, you were instrumental, you've been with Camacho for a long time, but you were instrumental on a total repackaging, re, re-imaging of the Camacho brand. What has it been now, four years when you put the... Uh, um, uh, I think when you totally changed the packaging, the boxes, the color, uh, even the, the little... Uh, Rod- not, it's not a rodent. I, I'm trying to remember what orthopod something, but right. the, the the very cool. And you, you pulled a little prank a few years ago yeah, at the cigar retailers convention. Let's talk about that. Yeah, we did. Uh, yeah, when we did the relaunch, the the, the scorpion, which is uh, you know essentially what what you find when you're down in our our plantation in Honduras, you meet a couple of them, became kind of our mascot, our brand mascot. Um, you know, we brought it to life at the at the trade show when we unveiled the the redesign. Um, you know, with this really cool kind of tank of, of live scorpions and our limited edition, uh, you know, kind of merchandise in, in the midst of all these scorpions. And, uh, you know, to, to try and get a little bit of more legs on our on our marketing at the show, we decided to uh, to post uh, lost scorpion signs all over the uh, trade show floor. And, and in the men's room, too, by the way. And in the men's room, too. <laughs> there, were, there were probably a couple hundred of these things posted, you know, within a few hours in the morning, and the, the trade show actually threatened to shut us down, which... Uh, it wasn't so funny anymore. wasn't so funny, but it got the point across because everyone's like, what the hell? What, what, scorpions? What's going on with that? Yeah, absolutely. It was funny, and uh, it was a pretty big reward for, uh, for a little animal. So. It, it, it was. I don't. Even, is it an animal? Is it a centipod? Centipede? I don't know what you call the thing, but whatever it is, I don't want to run into one right. uh, anywhere, and especially in a men's room. <laughs> absolutely. <I'm, laughs> yeah, but, I, I don't think they actually got into the men's room. So, <laughs> But now the Camacho, you, you, you created this bold imaging where Board of the Bold, and now the tagline is built bold because you really wanted to set Camacho off on a different uh, a different level. But even though you have many cigars that are bold and flavorful, you still have a Camacho Connecticut, which is a top seller, which is incredibly smooth, very, very balanced, very nice to enjoy any time of day. But still, even though it's mild, has a lot of flavor. Yeah, absolutely. Camacho Connecticut is... Uh you know, it's it's our, our top seller in, in in the entire portfolio, also you know in the U.S. and then also throughout the, you know the other 35 countries where the brand is distributed. Um, and you're absolutely right. I mean, it it, it you know is a, a, a it appeals to a wider spectrum of folks. Um, by no means is it your grandfather's uh, Connecticut cigar. You know, it definitely has this this nice burst of flavor and a you know very unique signature Camacho taste. Um, you know, which stems from the Corojo leaf that we use in the uh, you know in the binder on that cigar. And, you know, talking about when I when you talk about Camacho, Connecticut, one of the people that love Camacho, Connecticut, the great Sal Fontana, who's no longer with us. But we have to uh, honor his memory because Sal was just a wonderful guy and was with the uh, Camacho uh, uh, Cigar Company for many, many years. And, uh, you know, that was one of his favorite. He liked mild cigars and he he really built uh, helped you with him building uh, just a, a great legacy. Yeah, absolutely. Sal had uh, this thing he would say that he uh, never met a mild cigar that didn't sell. That's exactly right. I do remember it. I can yeah. see him saying it too. It is it is little de- it is the office, the desk, smoking a small little cigar. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, you know, Sal Sal also created some some great legacies of his own. I mean, you know, Backret brand, Backret. Yep. which has been a, a you know a, a staple brand now for many folks for over thirty years. 
um, you know, still does extremely well for us. I mean, it's, it, it still is our bread and butter. Um, you know, the number one unit that's produced out of Honduras is, is Baccarat. And, you know, have other products like National Brand and La Fontana that were all Sal's. You know, and it's crazy. It's like, you know, every time I see his kids, I usually see Sal's kids at, uh, at Abe's event in, in February every year. And, um, you know, they come up to me and, and they ask, how's Baccarat doing? How's National Brand doing? And I said, oh, you know, still cooking, still moving. So, Oh, Sal loved Baccarat. He yeah. was, uh, and, and La Fontana, there's another one. In fact, I, you'll have to give me a La Fontana because I'm going to smoke that on the show yeah. because Sal was really one of the great people in the world of cigars. We will continue our conversation with Dylan Austin of Camacho Cigars as we continue on the Cigar Dave Show. The Cigar Dave Officers Club selection this month is Camacho Cigars Corojo. Corojo is made from vintage Cuban seed, liberated from the island, and grown in Honduras. This cigar is 100% genuine Corojo, slowly aged like a fine rum. It's robust yet smooth, a legendary smoke. Not a member of the Officers Club? Get these premium cigars shipped directly to you every month by signing up today at CigarDave.com. fertile fields of the Connecticut River Valley, there is still one cigar brand who grows their own Connecticut shade wrappers, Monte Cristo. Prized for its unique silky texture, this exquisite tobacco has now been used to craft a cigar worthy of its name, the Monte Cristo White Vintage Connecticut. Building on the legacy of the beloved Monte Cristo White series, this excellent medium to full-bodied cigar is rich, flavorful, and complex. Crafted with only the finest vintage 2008 wrapper leaves, the Monte Cristo White Vintage Connecticut Cigar has subtle notes of spices, vanilla, and hazelnuts. Packaged in a gorgeous handcrafted box, these exceptional cigars are available now at your local tobacconist. Pick up a Monte Cristo White Vintage today and experience the spirit of the valley. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat, even if you do not inhale. Hi, this is Rocky Patel. I'm here with my brother Nish and my cousin Nimish, and we're talking cigars. Guess what? They want me to vote on what my favorite cigar is. It's tough, but I'm going to go with the Decade. I love it. It's rich, decadent, and smooth. Rocky, you know what? The Decade's a great cigar, but the 15th anniversary, that's the cigar. That celebrated your 15 years in business, and I got to tell you, it's my favorite. You know what, Nish and Rocky, you both are wrong. The best cigar is Freedom by Rocky Patel. This cigar delivers a lot of spice, a lot of flavor, and in my opinion, it's the best cigar we make. As usual, we can't agree, but guess what? There's a great cigar for everyone. I promise you, nobody works harder than we do to make you a great quality cigar. Come visit us at RockyPatel.com. Surgeon General Warning. Cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. The journey of Jarguera began with a very special yet delicate Cuban seed. The Grupo de Maestros took their rare tobacco to the privileged farmlands of western Honduras, where they began a five-year program to combine its sweet flavors and distinctively aromatic qualities with the robustness of Criollo 98. The result was Jarguera, a genetic hybrid tobacco containing the best qualities of each. Grown on a single state containing rich soil and ideal weather conditions, Jarguera features flavors of coffee and chocolate with hints of nutmeg and cinnamon. 
shade, and sun-grown versions of this exceptional tobacco are now used exclusively in one cigar. Yarguera A. Chapman. Experience Yarguera A. Chapman. Now at your local tobacconist and visit yarguera.com to learn more. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. run on tofu. Alpha males run on meat. Steak, cigars, and Cigar Day, the trifecta of pleasure. We're speaking with Dylan Austin, Vice President of Marketing with uh, Davidoff of Geneva, USA, specifically oversees the Camacho and the uh, Avo brands, as well as some of the other ancillary brands uh, from Camacho. But when you, you decided about four years ago, you're going to repackage everything, come up with a new, a new image that included changing the bands, and you were the first to use a vertical band, and that really was different. Nobody had used that before. Yeah, I mean, you know, the interesting thing is, is you walk into most shops, and and you know, you've got, uh, you know, brown floors with brown walls and brown cigars and brown boxes, right? Um, you know, so so when we were, you know, rethinking uh, what Camacho was going to look like. Um, you know, impact was was one common theme that kind of kept coming up, right? So we've got you know great impactful blends that are blended with uh, you know Corojo tobacco that is very unique, um, and then we also wanted impactful packaging so that you, had, you know the product had a great presence on the shelf. And you know one of the, one of the, one of the elements to that was was obviously redoing the band. So we have these oversized bands that've got very bright colors, very easy to identify. You know, and to be honest, you know, you walk into most shops and, you know, not even getting to the humidor, you could already tell where the Camacho uh, product is in the humidor. And the colors are off the charts. I mean, the packaging, the, when you look at the box, this is a high gloss box. Again, you were really the first in the industry to uh, use these high gloss, very colorful uh, boxes. Yeah, no, it was, it was groundbreaking. And I, you know, the, the, the crazy thing is uh, how simple things can really change, the, you know, change the outcome of things. And, um, you know, just identifiable colors, who would have thought would have been such a, a great success for us. Now, the Camacho Power Band, part of your Master Built series, definitely on the fuller flavored side. Uh, and what's interesting, not only does it have a uh, the primary band, but on the bottom it has a secondary band at the foot of the cigar that says Power Band with kind of that uh, that that V to symbolize the uh, the V8, V12, uh, whatever engine you want to you want to associate with it. But a very very nice looking cigar. And how many sizes suggested retail? So on it's, these? it's it's three different sizes. So it's uh, you know basically the same formats as our American barrel aged from a year prior. So it's a robusto 50 by five, a Toro uh, 50 by six, and a, a Gordo 60 by six. Um, the retail is 11 12 and $13, respectively, and we also have a, a tubo version in a Robusto format that's coming out in August, which will retail for about eleven fifty a cigar. Now, when you talk about the American Barrel Age, that was launched, I want to say, two years ago now? Or was it last year? Yeah, it was last June. Hard, hard to believe last already. June, yeah. yeah. Because that quickly became, it, it displaced Camacho, Connecticut as the number one selling Camacho for a period of time. Yeah, it did, it did so for about eight months, which was, you know, it was absolutely crazy. I mean, American Barrel Age... Was uh, was the largest launch in brand history, to be honest, and we still don't even have a full year under our belt on it. So, you know, probably when it gets to a year, uh, you're in total. It may displace Camacho, Connecticut again. 
Now, I know you're already working on brands for not only next year, but the year after. You have a long horizon now that you're working and experimenting with blends. But talk about the American Barrel Age, because that, that's a very unique uh, taste, a unique profile. Give us the background and how that came about. Yeah, so probably about two years ago, I started to, you know, I'd never been too big of a fan of brown spirits. I'm, you know, big into wine. Um, you know, I drink a little bit of rum here and there, but uh, had a friend of mine that started to introduce me to, to bourbon, and I, you know, never really considered drinking bourbon. Um, and you know, one of the things that I quickly picked up from from you know the, my first times drinking some nice bourbons was the 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 range of complexity and whatnot in in bourbon is is very similar to wine. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the the amount of flavors and stuff that you can pick up in really good bourbon. Um, you know, you, you, it's it's very similar to that of, of nice wine. So, um, so I started getting into bourbon a lot. Um, you know, and and I mean a lot by you know spending thousands of dollars a month on you know stocking my my house with with bourbon and driving my wife crazy. Um, you know, and and it just kind of hit. You know, I said, you know, what if uh, you know what if we look at, at aging tobacco in uh, in barrels? You know, it's it's something that that uh, as a company we've done decades ago but you know never never kept experimenting with it so we went down to to the dominican had some barrels sent down um and started to work with with eladio diaz down there uh to begin just testing the tobacco and you know um you know cromacho is known for for original corojo um so it was kind of an obvious choice of what we were going to age in the barrel and and that cigar a lot of people think it's going to be just a really uh you're going to pick up just tons and tons of that barrel, that woodiness, but you don't. It's very subtle, but it adds enough to give it a very unique taste, complexity, and character. Yeah. I think, you know, uh, the, the thing with that is, you know, most, most folks, you know, when you think about the, that type of processing, they think of it as a flavoring, but it's, it's not. It's not a flavoring at all. I mean, you're not putting any application direct to the tobacco. It is, in essence, an, an aging process, and that's why we called it barrel-aged. Right, so it's it's taking that leaf and extending the fermentation process for another five months, and instead of having it in a pilong, you're doing it in a smaller pilong, but a pilong inside of a barrel. Um, you know, and I, you know, the, the the process itself is extremely labor intensive. So five months, um, you know, and and because of of how compact the pilong is, the temperature hikes are, are a little bit higher. Um, so, so you know, the, the rotation on, on, on those barrels is, is once about every two weeks, and you got about 80 pounds of tobacco per barrel. Um, so we've got now probably about 50, 60 barrels working down in Dominican. So just think about it. Every two weeks, uh, the folks that have to go in there and open the barrel, rotate 80 pounds of tobacco, close it, move to the next one, it's pretty labor-intensive. So they're basically doing this all week long. So uh, whenever I go down there and I actually visit the, uh, the warehouse that has the barrels, they, they, you know, they look at the gringo walk in the door, and I'm, I'm probably not the <laughs> their favorite person as I walk in. But, uh, the, you know, the, the result is fantastic, and their dedication to, to, to that particular product, uh, you know, has made it the success that it is. We're talking with Dylan Austin, Vice President of Marketing for Davidoff of Geneva, USA, oversees the Camacho and Avo brands. When we come back, we will get into the American Barrel Age a little bit more. We'll continue talking about the Camacho Power Band and a very unique tour that's going to be crisscrossing the country for Camacho Power Band. We will continue right around the corner, front and center. If you miss any of the general show, you can catch up anytime with the Cigar Dave mobile app. Presented by Diamond Crown. Listen to the most recent show simply by opening the app with our continuous replay. Or you can download a podcast of a past show. Search Cigar Dave in the App Store to get it. 
In 1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show. If you'd like to join the alpha male conversational maneuvers, call me during the live show, Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-DAVE-007. That's Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-328-3007. The General Front and Center continuing our conversation with Dylan Austin, Vice President of Marketing for Davidoff of Geneva, USA, overseeing the Camacho and Avo brands, several other brands as well. And uh, we have moved Humidor 1A Command Center Alpha to a beautiful outdoor spot, uh, and some nice outdoor patio furniture at the Davidoff of Geneva since 1911 store and lounge here in the Cigar City of Tampa. Dylan, we left off talking about American Barrel Aged. And I want to continue, uh, finish up with that because American Barrel Aged really last summer, huge, huge hit, very unique flavor. And you said it brought a lot of new people to the Camacho brand that had never considered really smoking a Camacho for one reason or the other. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, the the interesting thing that we found, um, you know, pretty much right at the launch of it was um, that we were able to attract a lot of a lot of bourbon drinkers um, to at least come and try it. You know, some of them may have had some level of experience with cigars, but the majority of them hadn't. Um, you know, so it's kind of interesting when you create a, a, a product like that. Um, you know, they can cross categories and kind of uh, you know branch out and, and reach new groups, and that's that's exactly what American Barrel did. Now, looking at Camacho Power Band, again, this uh, was announced about 10 days or about 10 days, two weeks ago officially, but on Friday, June 10th, right here in the Cigar City, the very spot that we are at, at the Davidoff Lounge here in Tampa, the kickoff party for the Camacho Power Band, and it starts a Power Band Coast to Coast USA tour. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, this is going to be our third national road tour. Kind of hard to believe. Kind of hard to believe uh, we have an ambassador that's still standing because he puts in a lot of work, a lot of hours, a lot of miles. Um, yeah, but we're kicking it off here. Um, you know, and it, you know, for anybody that's ever been to one of our our tour events, it's uh, it's like no other event in a cigar, in a cigar uh, retail location. 
um, you know, it, you know, we've got uh, usually a lot of activities and things that are happening, and this one is no different. And I think this one, to be honest, I think is going to be the best tour yet. You know, obviously with with our, our concept of power band, uh, you know, we bring the world of motorcycling to life on this tour. Um, you know, you'll be able to come in and you know, without any type of riding experience, ride your first motorcycle. We have this. Now, now is that like a, a virtual reality experience? Uh, no, but we've got one of those too. So you got that too. So, so how do people learn how to ride a motorcycle? Uh, you're actually going to have a motorcycle there. People can get on. Yeah, absolutely. So, so interestingly enough, one of the tools that Harley Davidson uses to to, to to bring new riders into dealerships is a jumpstart experience. Right, and essentially is a, a dyno machine. So it's essentially what a what a Harley mechanic would use to properly fine tune the air fuel ratio in a Harley Davidson. Um, except ours is that plus a photo booth plus uh, you know it's got uh, you know industrial strength fans sitting up in front. So you're sitting on this motorcycle, you're revving it through all five gears. You've got these you know industrial fans blowing 120 mile an hour, wind in your face, and you're getting your picture taken at the same time. So it's kind of a cool experience. Very cool experience, and that starts in Tampa on June 10th. Well, that's making uh, the tour across the entire country. I think you've got what like 60, 70 stops. It's actually so it'll be just over 50 stops 50, this year. Okay, yeah, still a big number. Yeah, just over 50 stops this year. So it's on average uh, about a 20. 25-week tour, so about two uh, two events per week. I'd love to do 150, but to be honest, uh, the amount of stuff that we're bringing, um, you know, it's uh, it's kind of tough to do that volume. And plus, we want to make sure that each and every event that we do is activated at its full potential. So we try and keep it limited, do it at the best retail locations, and we're kicking off here in Tampa where we are now. So they get the experience of being able to simulate riding a motorcycle, get the feel, get the rush of the wind, get their picture taken. What what else will they experience when they go on the attend the Power Band Tour event? So another another unique experience uh, that we have is is uh, using a, a new piece of technology called the Oculus Rift. Um, which is actually a 360 video virtual reality uh, machine. And in essence, we have a, a, a stunt rider that went out to California on, on uh, uh, actually last week to film with a th- new 360 camera, basically a, a high-speed ride down the PCH, right? And what the 360 camera does is it captures you know, video from all angles, right? So you can basically be in this, uh, in this virtual reality uh, program and look down and you see the pavement actually underneath you moving you know, at 80 miles an hour or 90 miles an hour. And I, you know, it's crazy. I took my son to, uh, to, a, to a local uh, store here that, that had a, a lower grade version of this. And they have this experience of swimming with sharks. And I, I had to take it off. It was pretty intense. I had literally just take it off, and I was like, wow, that was, you know, it was great white that was, like, coming and swimming underneath. Yeah, you don't want the jaws uh, swimming yeah. around you, but that, that's how, re- you know, re- realistic it is. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, when you talk about the PCH, the Pacific Coast Highway in California, there's a lot of wines and bends, and you look down that escarpment, and it is just water. So I'm sure you're going to capture that in that virtual reality experience. Yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, you know, I haven't... I haven't I haven't uh, fully seen it yet, but uh, you know, hopefully within the next couple of weeks we'll be able to test it. Um, and, and the crazy thing is, is it's not only visual. We also have those industrial fans that we bring back. There's actually a podium that you stand on that has handlebars on it. Um, and then you've got a pair of headphones on. So it, it is a full 4D experience. Uh, you know, along with the 360 video that you're experiencing with the Oculus, so it's pretty cool. And are there different? Uh, do you have different packaging or different specials at these events? 
Um, yeah, so we have a, a, a pretty cool gift with purchase. So, um, you know, we're going to be focusing on two things. We've got a, a, a unique three cigar assortment um, as one of the gift with purchase items. And then we also have this, um, you know, the chrome uh, molded kind of piston head ashtray that'll be unique just to the tour events, which is actually pretty cool. It's got a you know, perceived value of about 40 bucks, um, you know, and it's, it's just extremely well done, very impactful uh, uh, piece, so... So it's worth it. You get out and you get uh, buy some some of these great cigars, and then you also get a nice little uh, goodie pack as well as that ashtray. And I saw the prototype of that ashtray, and that looks uh, like quite the showpiece. Yeah, it's it's great. I mean, it's something that uh, it's not something you throw in your backyard. I mean, this is something that you'd probably want to keep on your desk or whatnot. Um, you know, it's a, a very nice quality piece, and it's you know fully chromed finish. So it's something I I could see a guy you know going and smoking and dropping an ash, and then going and polishing it like he would his motorcycle. Talking with Dylan Austin, uh, Vice President of Davidoff of Geneva, USA. Dylan oversees the Camacho and Avo brands, as well as uh, several other brands as well. When we continue, we will get into some of the other Camacho uh, cigar lineup, including one of my favorites, the Camacho Ecuador. Much more coming your way. Stand by. Do not go anywhere. Keep your cigar nicely lit. Pour yourself another refreshing cocktail. We shall continue front and center. The General is always on Twitter, delivering breaking news, giving you the latest intel on cigars, and battling the enemies of pleasure chat with the general now at cigar dave show the brand new cigar dave mobile app for both iphone and android devices is finally out if you go right now either to the itunes store or the google play store Search for Cigar Dave and download our brand new app. It allows you to listen to the show live on your mobile device. You can listen to all of our podcasts. The last 10 podcasts are always available. Cigar Dave Daily Briefings. Additionally, it gives you direct access within the app to our Twitter page, our Facebook page. We also have the ability for you to call the show during the show right from the app, as well as send me a text message and an email. We also put in a couple of bonus items. You can get a weather uh, uh, alert as well as an alarm clock. It is the brand new Cigar Dave mobile app. You can listen to the Cigar Dave show anytime any place, anywhere. Go right now to the iTunes Store or Google Play Store and download the brand new Cigar Dave mobile app. Hi, this is Rocky Patel. If you're a beginner or if you just enjoy a great mild cigar like I do in the morning, I suggest you try the Vintage 99. This seven-year-old Connecticut wrapper delivers a creamy, mild, smooth flavor. It's very, very balanced on your palate and it absolutely is delightful. Tons of flavor, a perfect draw, and an incredible ash. This cigar is smooth. It will entice you to enjoying more and more of the Vintage 99s. It's just a nice, great, balanced, smooth cigar. Look for it, the oldest Connecticut shape in the market today. I'm Rocky Patel, and I promise you, nobody works harder than we do to make you a great quality cigar. Come visit us at RockyPatel.com. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause cancer and heart disease. 
Enjoy the latest and greatest cigars shipped directly to you. Join the Cigar Dave Officers Club now, and you'll receive three premium cigars every month. Membership is just $22.95, including shipping and handling. Join by going to CigarDave.com now. That's CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club. Lieutenants, we welcome you back. Final concluding segment of this edition of the Cigar Dave Show. We are continuing our conversation with Dylan Austin, Vice President of Marketing for Davidoff of Geneva, USA. Dylan oversees the Camacho and Avo brands, and I should say congratulations because you just got a promotion. You and Rich now VPs. Yeah, it's it's been uh, it's been a while coming, but um, you know, to be honest, uh, it, it you know an honor to 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 become a VP for such a great company. Um, you know, such a great family company. Um, you know, the uh, you know the folks that we work with are, are just an absolute blessing. I mean, to be honest, I you know, work with some of the smartest people I ever worked with. Um, so it's great. And you know, obviously, with uh, promotion comes great responsibility. Like. Uh, you know, six or seven new brands and a whole bunch of other stuff. So uh, it's good. Well, you know, when you relaunched the Camacho brands four years ago, four or five years ago, uh, I remember saying to you, man, you're really going to have to outdo yourself. And then you came up with the American Barrel Age. And I said, Dylan, you're going to have to outdo yourself. Now you got the Camacho Power Band. Guess what? You're going to have to outdo yourself. I'm already working on it. So I, I actually, this this morning, was uh, answering emails from uh, our latest partner for our 2017 launch. So, so you're already working on, on things for already a year and a half from now. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I mean, that, you know, to be honest, that's that's why we're able to, to bring such great concepts to life. You know, it, uh, we take a lot of time, um, you know, in planning and a lot of time in development, you know. You know, there's there's the marketing end of things, and and you know, bringing a great uh, package to to our customers, um, you know, and then there's the the cigar end of things. So you know, you know, it takes a lot more planning, especially with the growth that we're seeing on a lot of the brands, um, you know, and especially with a lot of the expectations that we have for the concepts. Um, you know, we have hands down, I think, the best production team um, across the world in in terms of you know our factories in Honduras and, and Dominican and now Nicaragua as well. Um, you know, but with that, uh, you know, perfection takes time, right? You know, so we allow them that time, and you know, we've been hitting it on the head, uh, you know, for the last couple of years. So I think the formula is working. Camacho traditionally made in Honduras, but for the Camacho American Barrel Age, now the Camacho Power Band, both of these brands made down in the Dominican Republic. Kind of interesting, and and you know, the reason the reasoning behind that. Um, you know, is I, I I have a history with with uh, Davidoff. You know, outside of just my employment. So my 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 mother-in-law actually worked for Hanky for a number of years. You know, my and referring to Hanky Kellner, yeah. who for many many still does oversees the factories and and many of the farms down the Dominican Republic. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and and she also worked with Eladio Diaz too, who is you know in essence the 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 guy that brings the magic in terms of production. So uh, you know, for me it was you know. Since I since uh, Camacho joined the Davidoff family, one of the things I wanted to do was to work with Eladio on a on a project, and um, you know American Barrel Age was that first chance. I mean, it took me what you know four or five years to be able to to start working on it with him, but um, you know it was a it was an absolute pleasure working with a guy like that and watching him assemble things and 
you know, me being able to tell him my concept and he, you know, by the time I, I finished, he already knew what he was going to do, you know. Let's go over the Cabacho uh, entire lineup because there's really something for every palate. Even though the, the slogan is Built Bold, there's still a flavor profile for somebody wanting a mild, a medium, a full, and a super full. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, our, our Camacho colors range, as we call it, right? Uh, bold Anytime Smokes. You know, it was it was basically designed that way. So it was designed as this wide spectrum of, of, of discovery where you can get boldness in kind of different packages, right? So you can get, uh, you know, milder bold with, uh, with, uh, with our Camacho Connecticut. Then you could step up to a product like Ecuador, right, which is in more of the medium, medium to full range. Um, and then you could step up to our, our flagship product in, in the Corojo, which is, you know, undoubtedly a full-body cigar. Talk about one of the, the cigars I think that, to me, is just sensational is not only the Corojo but the Triple Maduro. Very unique flavor profiles. Yeah, so it's crazy. I mean, that's a, that was an innovation from 2008 from a production standpoint. And I was, you know, I was, I was uh, a lot younger than I, than I am now. Uh, I was still in my mid twenties when that one uh, was being developed, and I'll never forget. It was my first like hardcore full throttle factory experience. You know, we were sitting there, and you know, I think there was over 80, 85 blends or something like that to come up with the triple Maduro, just because of the, you know, the the composition of all Maduro tobaccos, and you know, getting the right flavor, getting the right combustion from all the components, making sure that it tastes right, making sure that it tastes great. You know, it took a lot of trial and error. You know, and the, and the great thing is that an innovation from that long ago is still basically around now and still kicking and still growing, which is which is fantastic. And you have reblended some of the Camacho brands uh, from a number of years ago. Yeah, so basically uh, Connecticut and Triple were the only ones that uh, that stayed the same. So, you know, uh, uh, Criollo, which which was uh, previously Camacho Havana, was reblended. You know, it was basically a fourth priming wrapper that was put on it to intensify the blend a little bit. Camacho Corojo was also taken up in terms of the components, so we started using higher primings. Um, you know, than we were using a, a couple of years back before the relaunch on the Camacho Corojo. But yeah, and then you know all the innovation that we've had after that too. You know, so you have this beautiful mix of kind of the the legacy kind of classic Camacho taste profiles. You know, all anchored around the original Corojo leaf in in one way or another. And then all of the new innovations, which are, you know, even more unique in terms of taste, but still all anchored around the original Corojo leaf. Dylan Austin of uh, Davidoff USA, uh, Camacho, Avo, our guest. I remember going back, talking about the triple Maduro, back when Camacho was still headquartered in Miami, before Davidoff took it over. And I went out to lunch with the great Sal Fontana, may he rest in peace, and Christian Rowan. I don't know if you remember this, but we came back from lunch and... Sal gave me a triple Maduro. We didn't know what it was going to be called. He said, I want you to try this blend. And I said, well, what is it? He goes, just smoke it. So I smoked it. Good thing I was sitting on the couch because I was knocked out. It was so unbelievably powerful. And I remember telling Sal and and, uh, Christian, he wrote at the time, I got to sit on this couch for about 30 minutes and just chill out. And Sal looked, he goes, I knew the blend was way too full. Didn't I tell you? And you tamed it down, so now it's very approachable. A lot of flavor, but you were the first to really use a, a, a really an all Maduro blend. Yeah, no, we were, we were the first. And like I mentioned, you know, uh, before, you know, it, it was a challenge, uh, you know, from a, a, a blend standpoint to get all of the components to kind of work together and work together in the right way. But yeah, it's it's absolutely a very powerful cigar. I mean, even to this day, you know, you, you know, the interesting thing is uh, with with uh, a product like Triple Maduro, the recipe never changes, but you do have some variation in terms of of the vintages of tobacco. So you could have one batch that's a little bit stronger normally than 
than another one and usually try and blend back up to that, you know, to get it to, to exactly what it was the year prior. And, and still to this day, I mean, Triple Maduro is one of those cigars that on the palate is, is not that intense. But the, the nicotine power that the Triple Maduro has, I mean, you're, you're, you know, you're about halfway through the cigar and you think everything's all right and then your legs start to shake while you're, uh, while you're smoking it. So. It's, it's definitely a full-flavored uh, cigar, no question about it. Now, hard to believe we're not that far away from Memorial Day, from Independence Day. And there's a cigar that is special, I think, to the Camacho lineup called Camacho Liberty. I want to spend some time talking about that because we have many of our members of our armed forces that listen to us around the world. They're in the Ford Theater of Operations. And to me, I know that usually every uh, Independence Day, I, I usually, I think the last few years, I've smoked a Camacho Liberty. So I want to talk a little bit about that because that changes, if I'm not mistaken, every year. Yeah, so um, the the great thing about the Liberty is that um, you know it, it it allows the blenders in the factory to 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 basically create blends with um, you know components that we don't necessarily have readily readily available enough inventory to make into a, a larger production. Um, and you can find some really great materials. You know, so they'll they'll find a, a certain priming of a certain wrapper leaf or whatever that's absolutely fantastic, but we can only make sixty five thousand cigars out of it. Um, you know, then they'll find a, a filler component that's a you know the XYZ grade of, of filler, and again we can't make a, a full run of it. So they'll start to compile all these things and they'll start to make blends for the Liberty series, you know, based off of that premise. And usually it's the best blend that we make every year, um, is is the Camacho Liberty, you know. And like you said, the concept is is the salute to America every year. So you know, comes out about a month before the Fourth of July, you know, has obviously a, a very American inspired uh, packaging scheme to it. And the great thing, Dave, that this year, uh, you know, the upcoming uh, 2017 uh, uh, launch of Camacho Liberty is actually the 15th anniversary of Liberty. That's amazing. I, I remember the first box that I got, and I still have many of those cigars. Came in the coffins. Yep. It was unique. I think it was like a perfecto type shape, if I'm yep. not mistaken. Uh, so, what do we? What can we expect this year? So uh, the blend is yes. Uh, it's a 1118 format. Yes. <laughs> uh, Secret. Yeah. Yeah, so we, we, we've got the blend. We're not at liberty. Uh, no not at liberty to say just yet. That's good. Uh, to disclose it yet, we'll, we'll probably be talking about it in another month or so. Um, but, uh, you know, the, the, like I said, you know, this year will be kind of the, the, the 14th year of liberty. So, um, you know, this will be actually the last year that the liberty sits in the format that it does. Um, format for packaging, format potentially for the cigar. Um, so 2015, we're going to completely revitalize, or sorry, 2017, 2017. we're going to revitalize the uh, the entire concept for Camacho Liberty down to the format of the cigar. Will that still be a once-a-year type of, uh, of release? Yeah, once-a-year still comes out around the same time, um, but it'll be completely revamped. Well, the Camacho Power Band, I have to tell you, just looking at this box is just absolutely incredible. Beautiful black and silver lacquered shine. I love the text on here, part of the Master Built series. And then uh, you open it up and little description, and it says power plus performance plus acceleration. And that's your power band and uh, just beautiful looking cigars. And just one more time, give us the uh, wrapper filler binder on the Camacho power band, if you will, as well as uh, how many sizes this will come. And I do know that it's got three uh, strips of Lajero. So it is definitely a full flavored cigar, but it's not going to knock you down. It starts off very, very full, tames down a little bit, and towards the last few inches, you get that uh, high-octane kick one more time. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, 
you know, the, the power band and the experience behind power band kind of all starts in the core of the cigar, right? So the filler, it's got uh, essentially five different leaves in the filler from three different origins. So it's got two leaves of, uh, of Corojo, high-intensity Corojo, one from Esteli, Nicaragua, uh, one from our farms in Honduras, um, and then it's got a San Vicente Ligero, it's got a San Vicente Visus, and it has Piloto Cubano in the filler. It has a double binder from, uh, from San Andres, Mexico. Um, and then the wrapper is a beautiful Havana 2000 uh, wrapper from Ecuador. So here we've got multi-countries in there, so really something for everybody. And there is, even though it's full-flavored, you do get that allure. gives it just a tad bit of that very, very subtle sweetness. Yeah, just it, it cuts through just enough, which is, which is interesting. So, you know, again, it, you know, uh, you know, a, a blend that's got five different tab- tobaccos in the filler, you can expect a lot of complexity from it. So you've got all these different components, um, you know, working in harmony in some parts of it. And then, at, you know, in other parts of it started kind of take their own shape uh, in terms of the taste profile. So you'll have one that'll, you know, the, the Dominican will come out in a little bit, a little bit more in one part of the cigar. You know, when you light the thing, the, the Nicaraguan is an immediate punch that comes out onto the palate. So... Yeah, it's a pretty uh, unique and uh, complex blend. All right, it's coming out uh, June 10th. Will be the official launch date here at the Cigar City at the Davidoff Lounge. And uh, Dylan, I want to thank you for this beautiful box. I am the first person in the world to have this. You brought it to me uh, today, so many, many thanks. And I've already, uh, I've enjoyed one. You've enjoyed one, and I gave a couple to some of our uh, fellow uh, alphas and lieutenants that we ran into here at the Davidoff Lounge. So many thanks. Uh, absolutely, and I will confirm. Dave is the first one in the country to receive the box of power band before I took one home for myself. So that's how much I love you, Dave. <laughs> Dylan, I really appreciate that. And uh, always a pleasure to have you on, known each other for a long, long time. And it's it's great to have Davidoff headquartered here in the uh, Cigar City area because I think really that's where it belongs. And Jim Young and uh, Hans Christian Oishgaard, your worldwide CEO, and, of course, Rich Krudick and, and you and your entire crew, just a great uh, group of people. And I know everybody in the Cigar City is happy to have them here as part of the uh, cigar community with great history here as you know. Absolutely. We're uh, we're pleased to be a part of it, and uh, you know, thanks for joining us today. Outstanding. Dylan Austin, the Vice President of Marketing for Davidoff of Geneva, USA, overseeing the Camacho and the Abo lines. Lieutenants, hope you have enjoyed uh, today's conversation. Getting uh, more background, more details into the world of Camacho, and I'll tell you, this Camacho power band, love the packaging, love the cigar, absolute winner. Lieutenants, Cigar Dave, the general saying, Mayor, humidor always be full. Mayor Cutter always be sharp. Mayor Ashby, extra, extra long. Semper Delictatio, long live the Alphas, and long live the Camacho Power Band.